All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Coming in Hot, presented by Patano. Uh, boys, the game last night against the Leafs in Battle One of Ontario. Never in doubt, as I always said. What a win. Never in doubt. <laughs> Except, yeah. Hey, you, you're not allowed to change your pick, by the way. Okay, let's get you. Know, you want to get it? Let's do it right now. I sent a group text. Uh, He's Tuesday. got proof. He knew we were coming for him. <laughs> and I said, is it okay? I think I'm going to change my mind. And Bobby said, of course, right up until game time. And I said, okay, let me get back to you. I'm thinking of changing it. You never commented. And I even said yesterday at 530, I'm changing my pick. Bobby's like, wow, I made the bet on Botano and nothing from you. So I don't want to hear a complaint. I think, this is very, I think this is very similar to the Dadnoff situation. <laughs> all parties have to sign off on this before it's an official transaction wally we might, we might have to come up with some kind of fine or something so there's no i i did the rules you were kangaroo in the court you look kangaroo court bob <laughs> yeah oh, well you know what to be fair you you should have gotten back to him but you're already at trivia night at the cat right uh, yeah that was a problem <laughs> where wally wasn't invited again <laughs> yeah just can't get an invite very disappointed. Oh, one of these, one of these days, one of these days. 
Speaking of, we'll uh, get to other establishments in uh, the Canada area when it's coming to uh, people talking about <laughs> meals and who's that places. We'll talk about Patrick Waugh in a bit. Um, as first, as always, though, let's uh, let's get into the win uh, last night by the Sens. But this game, or this game, this show, proudly presented by BEI, Bonisher Excavating, Inc., helping to shape the Ottawa Valley uh, for all your aggregate topsoil supply needs, equipment rentals. Uh, they are hiring. Um, when you're planning your next, next project, consider BEI for your aggregate supply needs. Call them 613-432-1120 or go to bonisherexcavating.com. And Bobby, as always, slow down in construction zones, folks. <laughs> <laughs> also by sober carpenter our new uh and our our new quenching supplier if you will uh real craft beer no alcohol hold the alcohol keep the flavor only 55 60 calories per can enjoy a range of non-alcoholic beers so good that you won't have to compromise on taste if you also want a healthier lifestyle so good that you'll forget it's non-alcoholic look for it at sobeys loblaws whole foods metro farm boy other retails other retailers also go to uh, SoberCarpenter.com, sign up for the newsletter. It's an automatic 10% off. They give you a coupon code. Or if you buy two cases, they will give you free shipping. And I think it's 15% off. Uh, Sober Carpenter, welcome aboard. Happy to have you. Okay, gentlemen. 6-3 win. Uh, I, Tim Stutzla was obviously a huge story in this one with four points. But what, before we get into Stutzla, what did you like about this game, Bobby? I don't think they 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 had spurts where they where they took on some water, but it wasn't extended periods of time. They seemed to get out of the funk a lot quicker. I like the response um, after going down, uh, not early, but after tra trailing, there wasn't an immediate let's chase the game. There's a let's get back into this on our own time kind of mentality. I liked um, really liked Matthew Joseph and Claude Giroux. I thought they were the best players on the ice. Um, I thought um, I, I, it was a much-needed, necessary, tightened-up road game um, yes. and a huge win. So I liked I liked everything. I liked everything about the game. Um, yeah, no, uh, I want to throw another name out there. I, I threw a – I can't believe I forgot about him, too. Jacob Chikrin last night, fellas. <laughs> like He's still on the ice. Yeah. 30, 31 minutes. Um, I just joked – gonna have to eat a little extra beef liver heart today in his pregame the guy's gonna be like that's a big turnaround but yeah 31 minutes um and people like just taking on those extra minutes because you can tell the coaching staff right now they don't trust the other guys to put them on the ice and that's a pretty tough situation to be in you're the d coach back there you're looking damn it who am i putting out there who am i check get out there just go, go back out there go get, get back out there get back out there and that's like I've played thirty over thirty minutes a few times in my career, and I gotta tell you, that is so tough to do. It is so tough to do. And and Trickard's not a guy that just stays back. It, like it's it's one thing to be a defensive defense, but he's up on the play all the time. So I was really impressed with his game. Like that's logging those minutes was huge. And I agree. Like that that line was so good. But to Bob's point, you kind of hit on it. Start the game. Corpusalo lets in, you know, not a great goal. And then the senators respond after that. Usually, when like the last little losing stretch here, it was it was the other way around. Uh, senators would score, then they then, then it would come back, and they'd give up another one right away. They kind of reverse that. They bent, but they didn't break. And, and like you said, Bob, in the third period, they didn't find a way to lose the game. They found yeah. a way to win the game. Yeah. And it, was it perfect? No. But was was Wall terrible? Absolutely. 
but still they they uh they didn't they didn't find a way to lose um and uh, hey they were feeling the pressure absolutely yeah. and to respond under the pressure is is full mark for the team it was uh it was a well-fought game and well-deserved is there a surprise it felt like the brady kachuk josh norris drake browson line which we were excited to see i just felt they were really quiet i know brady played 20 yeah. minutes but I, I didn't I didn't yeah. feel like they were there to put it mildly. They they couldn't find each other's sticks. They were all their passes were like two to three feet off. It felt like they were just they just weren't great. Um they didn't need to be because Stutz's line was. I have no I have no problem thinking that they won't have a bounce back night tonight. Maybe it doesn't mean they get on the board, but at the same time, we're, we'll notice them. they've played together too long in the past and are too comfortable with each other uh, and not get back into that rhythm. I, I believe that they will. just think it's going to take a minute. That's okay because you have, um, whether you want to call it one or two or one B, that other line is, um, is it can carry the mail here for a minute while these guys get going. And, and that's, that's the nice thing. And I'm talking about nice things in a, in a in a part of the season where the, these guys are under the microscope. You're under the microscope right now. Every little thing you do, Drake Batherson, he's getting dissected all the time. Um, Brady's had a pretty nice start to the season. Norris is still trying to, at least to me, trying to trying to figure things out. But it's a good sign. I actually think it's a good sign because they you didn't notice them, but they went into Toronto and won. So I like Kubalik's on the score sheet again. I know it was a, a redirection, but still. Like this guy was not off to the best starts, and now all of a sudden he's got a few goals. So you basically got, hey, it's the NHL. Every single night, it, it's tough to get all three lines going. That line wasn't going. Unfortunately, right now they're under the microscope, so everyone's talking about it. But Kubalik was good. Tarasenko had a couple really good looks in the third period. That one yeah. in particular had it on a stick, just missed a few times. So hey, it's they're they're still battling right now. They still got to figure things out and. uh Man, I'm excited to watch tonight's game. Like, here I we know. go, back to backs. Like, and that's what everybody's saying. You won. Now do it again. And and that's and that's that's part of being good in the league, right? So here's a question I have about. Uh, it just came up in the chat, so I, it's not my question. Um, uh, we thought Artem Zub was likely going to be in the lineup yesterday, and he, then he didn't take warm up, which was a bit of a surprise. Well, at least to me. Um, do you think? He plays tonight based on not taking warm up yesterday. I, I, I'm thinking he doesn't because he didn't do warm up. Um, mm. But do you think Chikrin would play that many minutes tonight if they didn't have Zub back in the lineup? Was the question in the chat? I think he will. Um, I don't think because if he doesn't, you don't have a choice. The good thing about and and Yorkie, when you and I had to try to play, you played 31 minutes. You skated a little differently than that that guy, huh? <laughs> um, the way he <laughs> skates is how effortless. Like he's so effortless sometimes. He's two to three strides, and he's yeah. he's at full speed. Um, and he and he's a fitness fanatic, so he can he's absolutely primed and ready to deal with it. Will he have the same jump at 31 minutes again? No, but if Zub doesn't play, don't you think Yorkie that you have to give the guy off tomorrow? Um, if you need well, to, do, but usually, well, usually if you're, this is, this is what this was, it will go in the back of the minds of the coach's head. Cause usually we got to play again tomorrow night. So we want to make sure we have them for both games, but every single game for this coaching staff right now is, it's what's always win. a must win. It's always a must win, but now you're feeling a little more. So if you were going to play him a little bit of less, it would have been last night. Now tonight we'll think, okay, 
that let's go again because you got to win again yeah. uh, because you got to do it again. You got to back it up and you don't, you don't play till Saturday. So you got a day off and Tricker will have a complete day off tomorrow. Same with Sanderson. Uh, Hamannick played 20 minutes last night, which uh, he had a nice little game, by the way, too, Travis Hamannick. But yeah, I, it's, he's in great shape. I used to have a long stride, Bob, not quite as, wasn't quite as uh, big as big chick, but uh, I didn't know you were that smooth. I was, I, I was one of those. that smooth. I was one of those guys. They didn't think we're trying when they skated the long stride. I was, I was good in the bag skate because it just keeps, yeah. keep going, this, keep going the same speed all the time. Right? It's like cross country skiing. See, that's what I like about back to backs is that everybody gets a little slower and I just stay the same speed. <laughs> like, that's where I made my hay. Damn it. Ryan's quick tonight, man. I can't believe the shape he's in. Back to backs. <laughs> he's got some jump. <laughs> the uh, It's funny, Yorkie, you bring up Hamannick, who was plus four, because people in the chat like, do not say Travis Hamannick played well despite being plus four. So <laughs> you've upset the people in the chat. Here's the thing. Sorry, I'm eating my scone right now. Don't yeah, no, play. take your time. Just We're just here waiting for you. Great scone, oh, by the way. No. Um, <laughs> don't let our show get in the way of all that eating. If you watch, like this is the thing. We're, everyone's dissect. Everyone's watching right now. Hockey is a game of mistakes. You're going to make mistakes throughout the game. It's it's when you make the mistakes, key times. And to me, when, I, when, when the heat was on in that game last night, I thought Ottawa at key moments of the game last night, especially in the third period, a lot of guys did a lot of good. Early in the game, yeah, there were some mistakes. Like there's, there's always going to be mistakes. The one goal in particular, Timmy Stutzla at center ice, falls down as check goes by him. They go down, they get that nice two-on-one. It's how do you respond after? What do you do after that to make a difference? And I was always told this, Bob, I'm sure you were, hockey's a game of mistakes. You're going to make some. It's how do you recover after that? And obviously, Tim Stutzler recovers a little different than Travis Hamannick. Yeah. Where he goes out and he, uh, you know, he's on, he's all over the score sheet. Where Hamannick, it's like blocking a shot, doing something here. This is the problem. Travis Hamannick's not a top four defenseman. He's not. So what they're asking him to do right now is a very tough thing to do because you're going to see him get exposed from time to time. Yeah. Early on in the season, when Hamannick was slotted properly in the third pairing, he's playing great. When, when they got off to that good start, he was blocking shots, doing things. But he's he's being asked to do something right now at this point in his career. He's going to make mistakes. He just is. It's just he's not the same player he used to be, and that's okay. But uh, it is what it is. Like, hey, Chickren's playing 31 minutes for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yep. It's a great way to describe it because he's he's not a top four defenseman. Asked to, being asked to do top four things, you're going to have to live with the exposure. and. Mm-hmm. The team can. Um, fans, maybe not so much, but the team's understanding of what they're asking a player to do. It's a little more than that player is supposed to be giving you. Yeah. And I think we need to understand that as well at times. Yeah, and everyone's probably wondering, why is what, why is Tyler Clevin not playing like he did last year? He got burned by Matthews, and he's not the same player. Well, here's the difference. <laughs> when, when, when Clevin came in last year, it was a little bit different, not as much pressure, and they were playing him a lot. Because you yeah. could afford to play him in a situation. He was playing 20 minutes a game because the games, well, coaches' jobs weren't like on the line like they were right now. So now it's a totally different uh, schematic where, where you're watching him play. And you talk to, same with forwards, but it's even more so with D-Bob. If you're playing around 10 minutes, man, you feel like a friggin' bag of shit. You're, you <laughs> every time, feel like every time yeah. yeah. Every, every time you get on the ice, 
the freaking everything's going super fast. Then you go to the bench, you sit there, and and your heart rate goes from 180 right down to 100, and you're totally out of sync. And I know because I've did it, and I played my worst hockey in my career when I played 10 to 12 minutes. I was awful, and it's just you're not on the flow of the game. It's re- it's a really tough thing to do. Well, you get turned to jello too. The like the jello legs when you get out there yeah. and everybody's at speed, and you're like, okay, well, it's going to take me 20 seconds to catch up, 15 seconds to settle oh, in, and then man. the shift's over, and I got to do it again in 10 minutes. <laughs> Even the young guy, like the guy 33 on Matt Palo, there, like my God, like the game looks like it's going a million miles an hour for him, and it is. It is. It, it is. <laughs> like he's not used to the league. He's not used to the speed. Um, down in, in uh, Belleville, he's playing a ton. He feels great. He feels confident. Now you're out here. It's like, ah, it's, yeah. <laughs> what the hell's going on out here? He the played Boston 550. Match. I mean, like, that's just like, it's ba- you're basically going on the ice to give Chikrin and Sanderson a breathe. That's what you're doing. And the coach yes. is like putting you on in a situation. Please don't get scored on. Please don't get scored on. That's, that's what's going on. Like, and it's, it's so tough to do. Um, but I understand why they're doing it. I, I don't think Matt and Paolo has looked very well either. Well, uh, I, mean, just, I don't mean well, that. Can't. It, that's my oh, sorry. I don't not in a um, I don't want to seem like I'm coming down on him, but I he just looks like I'll say timid or scared. No one likes to be called scared. So yeah. you, you can just see, though, he's not comfortable. Yeah, well, that's why. That's why. Like, yeah. he doesn't doesn't know the league that well yet. Uh, it's all new. He doesn't, and it takes a while to get used to your D partner and all this stuff. It's it's a really, I'm not making excuses for the guy. I'm just telling you why it's happening, and um, right. I, it's and that's why it's a little bit of an art form for guys that can play in those situations, can play limited minutes, and actually do a good job with it. It's just they usually have experience. They're older, bigger guys. They don't do a lot, and um, it's just it's 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 a tough thing to do. That's all I'm saying. And you're also uh, Jordan- out. There- Every time he's going on the ice, sorry, uh, well, every time he's going on the ice, it's probably a neutral zone face-off. He's not starting in the D zone. He's not starting on the offensive side of things because you have two offensive studs in Chikorin and Sanderson. So you're getting all of these. On top of that, if you're going to start a shift, it's going to be a neutral zone face-off, which everybody hates. I wish they would take them out, to be honest with you, and just put you in one zone or the other. Um, But he's, he's... you're just you're just fighting such an uphill battle. Yeah, and then on hey, top Bob. of it, you're probably not an NHL defenseman to begin with. There's no, that's not a slight. I'm just saying that's where we're yeah. at right now, and he doesn't have the opportunity to gain any traction going right now. So the, I give the, him the benefit of the doubt. The guys, you you know, as a player, if the coaches have any trust in you whatsoever. So imagine you're on the and you know that, and you just you're on the bench. You're like you basically know the coach's goal is to try and keep you out of any situation that's going to be a Austin Matthews on the ice. And the one shift when Matthews wasn't on the ice, shipped him by him. Then he got on Clav and he toe-dragged Clevin. And then all of a sudden, they almost scored. It was a great save by Corpusello. But then after that, you could just tell the coach, got, we're not putting that guy on the ice again in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens? That's what happens. So this will start spark a debate because this is always fun. Uh, I got to find it here. A- Adam Deschambeau. His metrics are better than Hamannick's. So let me ask the two of you if you're going to put Travis Hamannick on the ice in a defensive zone face-off or Matt and Paolo. Fucking metrics. You, do you want me just to move on? I don't care about your metrics. I don't, like, I'm putting Hamannick out because I know that he can. He knows 
the game. 800 games. Yes. He's been in a situation over 800 times. Yeah. I'm yeah. putting Hamannick out. Whether whether or not you like Matt and Paulo or not, Hamannick also knows who's coming down the, the wing. Yeah. Um, he's going to, he's, you know why Hamannick, I think, sometimes has really poor metrics? He's smart enough to know that he, when he's beaten, he just goes back to the net instead yeah. of instead of chasing. He just goes back to the net and then re, redeploys. Um, so it's not even a question for me, and that's yeah. not a slight to Matt and Paulo. It just hasn't played enough. No, and and I'll tell you why the coaching staff trusts Hamannick. The guy eats pucks, eats pucks for breakfast. Like this guy blocks a lot of pucks, and when you do that. Everybody on the bench notices it. They take notice. You see when you're watching a game on TV, they see the block. The guys, how many times did you watch Hamannick like limping off the ice, get to the bench, back pats are coming. That, that goes a long way with your teammates, your coaching staff. You know, mindly, he might have turned it over to begin with, and that's why he had to block the shot. <laughs> but that's a different conversation. But uh, like it's, it, it, it's, if you look at the Sens right now, come on, like look at the injuries. No Shabbat, uh, Branstrom was playing pretty well, and no Zub. So Hamannick's playing, and he's going to play more, and uh, he's going to make mistakes. It just it is what it is. Uh, Travis Hamannick eats pucks for breakfast. Jason York nibbles on scones. Oh yeah, right, this go. show. I'm so bad for so bad for you. <laughs> My wife, I just had one this morning. Cinnamon. Oh, it's so good. Oh. My wife used to make them Should for they... a local coffee shop every morning. It's, uh, yeah. They're just they're just like muffins, except they suck all the saliva out of your mouth. Oh, <laughs> you know what's in a <laughs> you know what's in the uh, in a scone? I was reading the ingredients because we we're sitting around. I have a scone in the morning. I like say to my wife Laura, "What's in a scone?" By the way, it's like yeah, butter, lots of flour, sugar. Oh, good! All the essential uh, food nutrients I need in my healthy diet. No, they're definitely healthy. <laughs> I'm just gonna get a scone body. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? If you want, you could have scones delivered to you by DoorDash if you download the app. Yes. Uh, <laughs> ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose the scone you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with our default contactless delivery setting. With Double Dash on, Do on DoorDash, you can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery. You could get coffee then without additional delivery fees. So everyone can get what they want and need. Uh, for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25, all uppercase letters. That's 25% off, $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code NATION25. Don't forget, code NATION25 for 25% off your first order. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change, terms apply. Okay, time for hot or cold performer. I think this is pretty simple today, gentlemen. Um, this show could be all about Tim Stutzla and his game last night. So last night, Tim Stutzla had a four-point night, a goal, three assists. That's his fifth four-point night of his career. Uh, just a reminder, because we're going to say this a few times, the kid is 21 years old. Um, and like, So there's a couple of other notes we can talk about with Tim Stutzla when it comes to it. So on top of him with the four-point night, uh, Gavin, throw up the next board. Whatever one you got on Tim Stutzla. There we go. Uh, he is one of five Senator players to have played minimum 15 games that has a point per game against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs in the Battle of Ontario. Mark Stone leading the way, by the way, at 1.43 in uh, 21 games. And then this from the National Hockey League today. 
Most games with four plus points before the age of 21 among active players. He sits behind Sidney Crosby with 14. Uh, Matthew Kachuk, Connor McDavid, Nick Backstrom, and there's Tim Stutzla. Uh, his offensive production is outstanding. And then finally, uh, oh no, we'll save the other. Did you know for a sec? You know what? Let's screw it. We're going to do it right now. Get it up uh, there. We, Whoa, oh, could you, no, hang on, Gavin. Could you, could you make the print a little smaller? I had to put my glasses on, for God's sake. So, Yorkie, in the email you got last night after I built all this stuff following the show, which means I didn't get a lot of sleep, you couldn't be bothered to read it. Oh, no, listen. I was I was on fire on Twitter last night, just hammering <laughs> out tweets. Like, you got to pump the show up between shows. Come on. You were just mad at me. That's all I got out of the Twitter last night. No, I it's I was I was rolling. I was rolling. Uh, all right. So uh and one last thing is uh before we get to the final Tim Stutz point is uh the Wendy's Daily Face Off Survivor Pool up and running. Uh I have now won the first two of the week, and then today's you can pick a Canucks win, a Sens win, a Jets, uh Ryan O'Reilly uh with point uh, with an assist. There's 10 different options you can choose from. Get in to uh, join all the action with tons of prizes with the Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. All kinds of prizes, including Wendy's newest addition to their all-star burger lineup, the very real barbecue bacon cheeseburger. Uh, enjoy the applewood smoked bacon, crispy onions, and cheese melts over the fresh, never-frozen Canadian beef. If you see the commercial, it's much better than my read, but it looks really, really good. Um, <laughs> they do barbecue right. Uh, download the Wendy's app and get set for the Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool, sponsored by Wendy's. Now, here's the final Tim Stutzler note uh, on his night. Did you know, with his four-point performance against the Leafs on Wednesday, I should have you read this, Yorkie, Tim Stutzler tied Brady Kachuk for the second most points scored by a Senators player aged 21 or younger. Stutzler won't turn 23 until January 15th, which is another 27 more games for the Ottawa Senators, and he sits 27 points behind Martin Havlat for the most points uh, by a player 21 or younger. Well, that's a nice little play on words there. I see what you're doing there. A little stupendous. <laughs> I'm noticing. That's good. Good job. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Finally, after a year, you've now noticed I, every once in a while, have a funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, back to our bets by the sec. Bob, question for you. You ever play golf with nothing on the line? Like, how much fun is that when you golf and you're really just golfing? Like, you got to have something on the line, right? But yeah, that's just a walk with a bag, right? It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I'd, like, I don't care if I'm playing for bubble gum. Something's got to be played for. I need. We a, made a I bet. A, I need a carrot or something for these. Like, I'm. I got to get more engaged in our in our uh, in our botanical bats. We got to get something on the line, Bob, because it's like, come on. Like, hold on. That's why Wally's winning right now. Like you and I, need we to made a bet at the beginning of the year. Now, what is it? I have no idea what the bet is. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but we did. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's someone buys the other person dinner. It should probably be at Fratelli's. We should probably get it free by all the advertising. Nice segue. I was going to say that the two guys to beat the guy in last place have to book them a flight that they don't know where they're going until they get to the airport. <laughs> so oh, flight. Send them yeah. anywhere in North America. <laughs> oh, I Vegas. I, I want okay, Vegas. Okay. Okay, it'd be in Rapids. <laughs> we start the betting now. We're starting clean slate. That's what we'll do. No, so. no, no, no. No. No chance. The stats stay. Um, I just, before we, uh, Bobby, there was a, qu a comment in here. I wish I could find it now. Who said, 
when it came to back-to-back games, you were skating like in a construction zone, um, <laughs> which is basically just to help with the BEI part. But I, uh, anyway, I apologize. I can't find it. Uh, all right. So do I understand we say a lot about Tim Stutza offensively, 90 points last year. This is a, is he a little underappreciated still? Um, like, let me put it to you this way, Bob. It's a hard we, way to we, yeah, put it. We just posted it. our lines and yeah. said, whatever line Brady Kachuk is on is the top line with Josh Norris and Drake Batherson. And I, and I, I brought this up yesterday going, well, maybe the Stutzla line might be number, or I guess on Tuesday yeah. it should be number one. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to say that a player is underappreciated when we have an over under on them of 90 plus points. Right. So, um, I, I think it I don't think he's ever underappreciated. I think the fan base and, and the people that speak about him that, as much as we do know how much he can give to you. Um, problem with that is sometimes you just expect him to have two at night. And when he doesn't, we have to talk about why he wasn't good enough. So I think we're a little too. I think we critique a little too much on a 21 year old player that's capable of doing what he's doing. I think I would say that. But uh, certainly not underappreciated. I watch games and, you know, last night, that second goal, he just got blown over. And that's a mistake. And that's a young guy mistake. And those are the growing pains you're going to have to have. But he, it's also really hard to be critical of a guy that you expect to hang for sometimes. And he does. Um, and then we just say, well, Tim was Tim. That's it's very, very hard to really, really accurately pick up a player like that sometimes. So, um not not undervalued by any means just maybe sometimes over um we're over demanding of them i think at times when you throw up what do you when was it 92 points last year was that 90, he was 90, 90 yeah. so that so you, you throw up those numbers and people just okay now we want more and i think we had this conversation in the summertime and 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 we all said it's now he gets four so he might who knows he might do it again but people have no idea how much of a skill it is to carry the puck through the neutral zone and navigate through all the defensive schemes that teams do to try and stop you and and get the blue line as much as Tim Stutzla does. Like he's he's I think he's one of the best players in the NHL at doing that already. And mm-hmm. he's 21 years old and he's still figuring things out. And it's uh it's just that's what it is. It's expectations, but I just think there's very few guys in the league that make guys around them better. There's all kinds of great players, but you know, it's there's not name them the guys that actually you put them on a line. Look what he's doing right now, and and, and full credit to Matthew Joseph. Mm-hmm. Full credit to Matthew Joseph, yep. but he's yep. not getting these points if he's not playing with Tim Stutzla. Yeah, no, I agree. Like and and and, but that's why that line kind of works. Joseph, he's a dog on a bone right now. He's got some speed. He's different. I think you brought this point up last week, Bob. How do you create a line? Try and bring something different that everybody brings to the line, and uh, and and uh, yeah. But for Stutzla, it's just um, expectations. And hey, I just, I just, I think, I think the world of the kid. I just think there's there's going to be growing pains. But man, he's I. It's just the tip of the iceberg now, fellows. What we're seeing from him. Wait, wait, wait till he does a few more tours of the league and kind of figures out what certain defensemen do. Like it's going to be scary. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Uh, it's funny we're this far in to the night and we haven't discussed Claude Giroux as much as we probably should have. Yeah. Right. Um, 
and I know at the beginning you guys said he was him and Joseph were the best players on the ice, but did Claude Giroux win that game probably in the locker room? No, that team was ready to go. The boys are ready to go. I no, I don't think so. Uh, and that's not to slight his contributions to the room because I think that's a big part of why he's here. He, he's not saying anything that nobody's ever, hasn't heard. Nobody's there's, there's no world breaking happening back there. He was he was very good on the ice. He leads by example. That guys followed, but um, he he looked like he was on a mission last night. I thought. Uh, and I thought the same thing about Matthew Joseph. I thought the two of them came out and took control of the game. And Stutzla ends up ends up with four. I get it. But even the Chikrin goal, that whole thing is made by Claude starts it. Matthew mm-hmm. Joseph separates, makes the play. Like Timmy had the easy part of that. Just hit the guy in the slot. That's the easy part of the, the play. Mm-hmm. Um, although that goal was horrendous. Uh, <laughs> was Which horrendous. one? chickens he fanned on the puck he didn't under get the anything pad? on it yeah. he still went under the pad like um how about kubaliks there though well that's that's again that's claude Giroux, right at the side what, of the net what is that why is what's that spot with that goalie he was awful he and then and then and then timmy <laughs> timmy strips him like do you not know he's coming behind the net to to take the puck from you like yeah. that was uh wall was we, ooh, he yikes that's a tough night yeah but nonetheless um no i don't think claude did i think claude i think Claude and Matthew Joseph went out there, led by example, and everybody followed. Okay, so I want to bring up uh, now, uh, Pierre Lebrun has an article this morning in The Athletic. He has a a sit-down basically yesterday with Steve Steos in Toronto. And it was came out, I thought yesterday, that Steos spoke with the team. uh, It might have been Elliot Friedman. Spoke with the team on Monday. And in fact, uh, Steos says, quote, yes, and I addressed it. uh, Sorry. So Lebrun says, it's an organization that as a whole has been under siege for weeks. And because of that, Steo spoke to the players on Monday morning, quote, yes, I addressed it with them who also had Daniel Alfredson say some words in that meeting. So the two of them are now speaking. Uh, inevitably, every team is going to face adversity. We got hit with a lot of adversity in a short period of time. I thought it was the right thing to do to address the team and let them know that, hey, this is adversity that we're facing. And it's my job to eliminate some of the noise from, from for them and create the environment and stability where they can just go out and play. So does that message then play a part in that game last night? I would say, yeah. Yeah, like when you're, when, when, when the new guy comes in and, and most of the guys don't really have a, they're not that familiar with Steve Stales yet. They're just figuring things out. And, but it's very rare that, uh, well, he's the interim GM right now. Even the GM doesn't come in the locker room that much, but when that does happen, it does grab everybody's attention. And right now, it was it was perfect timing. So, at the end of the day, though, yeah, it does help. But I I think it goes a lot. Things that go a lot further, or when you're a young guy and you're sitting in the dressing room, you kind of look around, and it's the older guys that set the tone. And like that's when you look at Claude Giroux and he's calm. Mm. You look at Brady and I'm sure he's fired up. It's it's. That's what leadership really is. It's I always say talk is cheap. It's it's other guys' body language, what they're doing, and everybody kind of feeds off that. So yeah, sure it helped, and and the timing was great. Alfie comes in as well. I'm sure that was that was uh, meant something to the boys. But it's always the players, guys. It really is. And um, you know, I, I I think I think Giroux the way the way he carries himself. I think that went. That's why you brought him in. Um, but man. I still can't believe what he's doing at this age. I had, yeah. we were we were sitting in the bar last night. I was, 
it was some buddies watching the game and I'm like, they're like, what's Giroux? Like 33, 32. I'm like, boys, he's turned, he's turning 36 in January. Nobody believed me. And I said, here you go. He turns 36 in January. Um, it's pretty crazy what he's doing, like what he's doing right now at this age. Cause you look around the league, how many 36 year olds are playing like he is right now? Yeah. Not very many, <laughs> not very many. He's just so smart. He just gets to everywhere he needs to get to, doesn't he? Like, and he, they showed the goal three times where a young guy is going into that fray, going to the net battle, and he just says, "Hang yeah. on, the puck goes right here." <laughs> I, yeah, I really like. I I said this about a month ago. I was talking about guys he reminded me of, and I used to play a lot when Jagger was playing with Mario Lemieux. And I'm not saying Claude Giroux is Mario Lemieux, but the way those two guys worked. Jagger would get the puck very similar to the way Timmy does and Jagger would transport it to the neutral zone. And as soon as he got in the ozone, Mario was waiting and he'd give him the puck and everybody backed off and you watch how Claude plays. He's not the fastest guy. He's not like, he's got great skill, but it's, he has the ability to look guys off. Like he waits, he waits, he waits. And he just, it's an art form, Bob, you were pretty good at it. Slow. When you know how to slow the game down, Mm-hmm. And 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 get a guy to commit before you make the play. Like he's so good at that. His brain and the way he processes reminds me a lot of of how Lemieux used to play. And obviously Lemieux's Lemieux, but it's just very it's very similar. Very similar. I get yeah, I can I can see the correlation and where you're going with that. I could absolutely do that. That's um he's got a very, very good ability to slow things down. That and that's a lot like myself, whereas I, I was never gonna be able to beat guys with my feet. It wasn't wasn't really gonna be my way so i had to have the ability to you have one coach to me you have the ability to move guys with your eyes and i think claude has a really really good ability to do that you can look at a play he can look at a person move them and because he's such a good passer people have to honor that so um yeah yeah, he's just and he's able to play at this age not being the fastest or the fleetest of foot because of this way the way he's able to do those things and there's a member you play again there's always those defensemen too eh? they would we wheel the net, come up to the middle of the ice, and they'd have the heads up. And all of a sudden, why is the four checker swinging? Why is this guy? But the D's just looking guys off before yeah. you know it. <laughs> like it's certain guys just have that, and it's it's um, it's just as you can't really teach that. You either got it or you don't. It's yeah. it's just uh, it's just it's some guys their processors work so quickly, and and like like Bob said, Claude's got it in spades. There's one thing about Claude Giroux. Um... So I, I never like watching you guys understand what we watched hundreds of practices all the time. You don't usually get excited to watch players practice, but Sidney Crosby was always a player. I love to watch practice. Um, Claude Giroux is so good with his hands in practice. Yeah. It's fun to watch. He's, I, he's one of those guys. You just want to see what he can do. I, I don't know what it's like for you guys in practice. Did it like, did anybody really get excited to practice, but it is oh. fun to watch certain players. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who'd you like? You like anybody you like watching, Bob? You know, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hate practice. I I was, and I was the guy that never took days off. I practiced every chance I got because I I for one knew that I wouldn't be able to sustain it if I couldn't. Um, I felt like I lost it every single day. But I I would say Cam Fowler was up there in Anaheim. Um, just for all the little the little things he did, practicing against him was always a nightmare. And then Tyler Bertuzzi, I know, because <laughs> you never knew what kind of Tyler was going to show up. 
was he in the mood to practice or was he in the mood to just choose violence and <laughs> he was always interesting yeah. Uh, okay, before we get to tonight's game, they're going to play the uh, the high-scoring Vancouver Canucks here in Ottawa, who uh, they sat and waited for Ottawa to get here. Um, we did, we were able to get a photo from Fratelli's of, uh, well, we're pretty sure that this do we is... Got, do, this, we, do, do we got the security cam? So there, I well, I was having dessert at Fratelli's in a booth. I didn't want to say in? anything. And then it was just me and some other guy over there. And I looked and there it is. <laughs> Patrick Walsh. He's wearing a Sens shirt. I don't know what that means. I heard I got a message. I'm like, Patrick Walsh is Fratelli. Is that Fratelli? He was there. He was there. And then I'm like, like later on, I'm like, yeah, maybe it wasn't him. <laughs> it's like the, the rumor, the rumor mill. But Wally, you've got, you've got video evidence well, here. That looks like him. Minus legs and stuff. But yeah, that does look like him. <laughs> it does look like were you just having a piece of cake midday well you, yeah have you ever yeah. tried the dessert at fratelli's no i ate at fratelli's a lot i don't think i've ever had dessert there oh it's it's top notch i i thought he just flew in for the chicken parm just flew in there a little chicken parm <laughs> a little pesto pasta on the side it's pesto, yeah yeah well ottawa's nice 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 time of the year right now bob today it's snowing <laughs> Woke up this morning and there's snow outside. Like yeah, Ottawa's gorgeous in fall. That's for sure. Beautiful. <laughs> All course is shut down. It is. The ground is white. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway. are we? Are we supposed to dissect this? Or are we just telling no. us? Okay. No, no. It's just. It's funny to me how quickly this thing became factual, and there was no fact to it whatsoever. Um, yeah. That was all. So yeah. I, I it just. I, I wish like. Part of me wanted to uh, find like a celebrity lookalike and put his head on the body and say that's who it was. But I thought of doing Zach Smith because he's got the big beard, but I couldn't find a good enough yeah. picture. So I was trying to I, I was trying to think of a day, a day trip itinerary for a Bob. And I was like, OK, he flew in a carp airport. He probably uh, went for a nice coffee somewhere. Then he went for chicken parm. Maybe a little walk around Canada. Like what else are you doing? In a, well, maybe uh, you went to the Nordique spa first. That's too far. That's too far. Oh. Yeah, no, Central, that's, yeah, that's about a, from Carp Airport. That's about an hour twenty. He's not doing that. He was just on the food tour. He went over from Fratelli's. He had dinner at Chibo, a little street oh, food. <laughs> maybe took in a maybe took yeah. in a movie at the uh, at the theater. He wandered around the outlets, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas shopping. That's maybe it. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, some good deals at Tanger. Yeah, could have went to Tanger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, I just it was very entertaining because this is how heightened the city of Ottawa is right now when it comes to anything remotely close to this. Right? It's yeah. oh my, what what what's I'm next? Gonna say he came in to go to that Canada casino, but we all know that that never came to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> so very strong by you. Very strong. Okay. Uh, yeah. Time now for Lock of the Day, brought to you, of course, by Botano, who I just missed out on this, the parlay last night. I had Willem Nylander, an assist, two goals in the first, and Brady Kachuk needed to score a goal, and I would have won, and he didn't do it. Very disappointed. But as always, you can go download the door, uh, the DoorDash app, download Botano app, uh, award-winning, by the way. They were just named the EGR Gaming of the Year, I think it was, Sports Betting Operator of the Year for 2023, in-place sports operator, in-house product award best mobile sports product award and marketing campaign award all for botano so um they are best in class as we like to say here in ottawa uh go to botano uh the game starts now okay so 
here are the records, totally up to date and totally factual and totally right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bobby, you're at six, six and three. It's exhibit. It's been at exhibition series. It's We're not a, a changing season. it. It's, no, starts starts today. No, <laughs> no. Uh, and now Vancouver's here on a back to back uh, for Ottawa. Uh, Vancouver, the highest scoring team in the league. Yeah, they do play very well. They undefeated uh, in regulation on the road. I think they're five zero and one or six zero and one on the road. How do we see this play out? And so, Yorkie, since you're so disappointed in the outcome of the last game, I will let you go first. I'm looking for a coin right now. I can't find one. Yeah, <laughs> like I, the Sens. I have no idea what they're gonna do. Like they None. are the, they're it's just so unpredictable. It's uh I don't really know what kind of team they are right now, to tell you the truth. I, I know what certain players can do. I have no idea what the goalies are gonna do. Um mm -hmm. I know Chickren's gonna play a lot tonight. I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did so oh god. Um man. Can I pass on this? Can I take a nope. pass? Can I, can I nope. take my uh take my option on this one? Smartest man in hockey never turns down a chance. The smartest man in hockey is smart enough to know that the longer you gamble, it's it's not going to turn out good for you. I learned my lesson in Vegas a long time ago, Bob. Just one bad trip. One bad trip, and the next three trips were free. They were flying me in, bringing me in. Hello, <laughs> Mr. York. Hello, Mr. York. Good to see you again. Welcome back to our lovely casino. It's You're never surprised. good when the host meets you at the airport. Right? Um, <laughs> but, uh, all right. I'll, let's see. I'll take you got to do it, though. Give me, I, give me the sense. I'll take the sense. Wow. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And a back-to-back, okay. back, Jack. I'm, um, I'm taking Vancouver, and I don't want to. Um, well, that's a well, tough turnaround, man. 
I know it's very tough. And when did Vancouver last play? Where's the info on that wall? That's the thing. You never give us the info. Oh, wait a second. You have a computer. Yeah. I'm using it right now. I w- it, you were yeah. the one at the bar last night. You could have been at home doing some work. Told you I was sending out sizzling tweets all night. Uh, <laughs> sizzling. I, yeah, I'm going to take Vancouver was sitting at home watching that game last night. Yeah. They've skated in Ottawa. Yeah, yesterday. Had a little practice. Yeah, yeah hold on. Before look. you go, Bob, I'm taking Vancouver. I forgot about that. They're waiting. I'm taking They're Vancouver. Waiting. Highest scoring team in the league, <laughs> just sitting here licking their chops, having, you know, Burke Street dinner, staying out of trouble. <laughs> um, and the boys got in late and they're what seven oh and one and they're like yeah yeah i have yeah. to i don't want to i don't want to bet yeah. against the sends after that game but it, I, I don't either but what are you gonna do the stats they, would tell uh, you that this is like this is a sleeper trap game this is remember they beat the edmonton oilers six to two uh which was uh on tuesday no monday when they uh and they it was edmonton out shooting them like i think they ended up 43 36 but um they were up Edmonton was like 19 to seven in shots on goal and down like three, one or something ridiculous. So, uh, Van- I, I don't know how you, I just, you can't go against Vancouver at the moment, right? Like what have they yeah. shown like, that would make you think that they're not going to win? They, they've just played really well. Elias Patterson is on fire. I think mm-hmm. he's got nine points in his last, is it three games, four games? Um, mm-hmm. he's on a five game point streak, nine points. Doesn't Quinn Hughes have 21 points too? Quinn Hughes is yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, and against the last four games for Ottawa against Vancouver, one and three, and they've allowed 19 goals against. Yeah. Vancouver's <laughs> not going to, Vancouver's not going to uh, manage the puck like Toronto did last night. I'll tell you that. No. Talk, so talk, it's got these guys playing the right way. So, Bob, you're going to take Ottawa, right? I'm sorry. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. I'll be public enemy number one today, and I'm taking Vancouver. Yeah, I, uh, I've already, I, with, since I'm in the lead, I can pick and choose as I want here. Uh, but mm-hmm. I am taking the Vancouver Canucks until somebody tells me differently. Yeah. You and Bob, are, five o'clock when we know that Zub's hey, playing. Well, and Zub wasn't playing when I thought he was. And I was like, I'll take it because Zub's playing. And then he yeah. wasn't. I'm so, trying to think what, what, what would Bob, what, what would change for Zub in 24 hours that would enable him to play? I'm trying to think because it's nothing. Concussion. It's a concussion, right? So, yeah. It's an extra day. I know it, but if he says I even have the slightest bit of headache, you start over too, right? So yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's tough. That's I don't see it. Like for him not to take warm up, I thought maybe I'm wrong, but I thought was a a telling sign. And I know warm up is not that big a deal for you guys, but it just shows to me that he's he was ruled out already in the morning. Yeah. I would say that's probably accurate. By the time they left the rink, he knew he wasn't playing because if not, it would have been, hey, let's take warm up and make a decision. Yeah, it was probably. And and on top of it, he's not a veteran player because he hasn't been around a ton, but he's a veteran defenseman. And they might have just said, hey, you don't need to be at the rink for 10 hours tonight or whatever it is from five to 10. Like, let's just keep you. Let's just keep you away from everything, give you the night off. But I don't see that. I think they probably knew and told him to just relax and either be ready for tonight or we'll readjust. But I, I think they're probably going to have to readjust. I'd be surprised. Think, think about it. This like today's going to be an optional skate, maybe three or four guys skate. Um, How are you really going to test it and and know you're ready to play tonight? I I know you, 
you know when you know, right? But yeah, it's it's looking like he he has a, he has a practice tomorrow and he plays Saturday if everything goes well. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man, does he ever miss? So like he's just it's just that calming influence we talked about earlier. Just that guy that settles things down, puts everybody back in their slots, and uh, just goes to show you of a value of a guy you really don't notice when he is playing, but you sure notice him when he's not playing. True. Very true. They, I think they've allowed a power play goal now in six straight games or something. Yeah. Um, and by the way, he's been out for seven straight games. Yeah. Something to that effect. I, I know that their penalty kill, I think, is where he's missed the most, perhaps. And you know what? Eric Branstrom was killing penalties, too. Let's, mm-hmm. uh, he's doing, yep. So, uh, finally, before we go, our good friend, uh, Doodling Daryl, uh, he likes to doodle. And uh, <laughs> yesterday he sent this over. This, uh, he was on the planes, trains, and automobiles and calls it uh, because of Yorkie's insistence that I look like Steve Martin. Uh, plays, Meal. trades, and Ottawa meals. Uh, it's very good. Like, it's got the nerd <laughs> report. It's got Bobby with the fragile hands and the BEI logo. And um, Yorkie's holding a mug, being upset they didn't get one. Uh, I think it's very good. <laughs> I think he Who's, nailed it. I didn't realize who, I had fragile hands I until just now. <laughs> Incredible. Who's, who's Del Griffith, though? Because you're Neil. You're Steve Martin. Someone's got to be John Candy. We need somebody uh, for Del Griffith, the shower curtain salesman. <laughs> you haven't even seen the movie, have you, Wally? I, I've, some of it. Jesus. Some of it. Like, How have you not seen planes, trains, and automobiles? You know why, Yorkie? Because I work all the time on the show while you're not doing it. The, the 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 movie's like over 20 years old it's a classic i don't have time i got nothing Yesterday to do I, today. I, I think i might watch that my i'm done working <laughs> right after this i hey i'm gonna have a little matinee i think today yorkie well i get some popcorn out <laughs> yeah. you Why haven't not? seen it hey it's a i'm gonna tell you you're gonna like it it, it, right. it uh it ages well it ages well well uh, doodle and daryl nailed that is it doodle and daryl yes yep yeah nailed he's awesome that. i think it's phenomenal. uh Cousin Eddie is Yorkie from Braden House. What? I'm just telling you. Braden House says Cousin Eddie is Yorkie. Cousin Eddie, that's from Christmas Vacation. I was like, I, I, was like, I don't feel like Shitter, that's the right movie. That's Shitter's <laughs> Fool. That's, that's <laughs> the guy that, that uh, that's, uh, that's Christmas. Cousin Eddie, I'm pretty sure, is Christmas Vacation. And you guys have seen Christmas Vacation, right? I yes. haven't. I'm wa- No, I haven't. Jesus, Bob. I know, I know. Um, it's, I expected it, it from Wally, but not from you. You know what? The, I'm not a big uh, Chevy Chase guy, so um, ne- neither am I. Neither am I. But he's good. I love Chevy Chase. I thought he was great in Community as he got older, um, yeah. the TV show. But other than that, I didn't like his stuff. So I will. It's on the docket. I promise. Did you Did you watch Fletch? Still haven't gotten Fletch. No, I couldn't well, find it yeah, on Apple TV. Fletch, oh, Fletch. Okay. Fletch. Eh. No. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation some of his best work. But it's the characters around him. Like Cousin Cousin Eddie is... is uh, I'm trying to remember who plays that character, but it's brilliant. Like, it's it's really good. Save it for over the holidays. It's a great holiday. Great, great holiday movie. I've been sitting on it for a minute. I'm waiting. By the way, Elf, 20 years old this year. Oh, Great movie. Great movie. Oh, I I love that movie. I think it's hilarious, but that makes me feel old. I know. (laughs) know. We are. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. 
Uh, all right. Well, boys, it's it's the weekend. So uh, we'll see you back here Monday. Lots to talk about as the team gets set and ready to head over to Sweden. Oh, yeah. All right. You guys have a good weekend. I'll see you Monday. Hopefully yep. we don't hear anything about a flight. <laughs> <laughs> I got a flight. I got a flight to Halifax today. Playing another oh. hockey, got another hockey tournament tomorrow. You, you play more now than you, yeah. when you were a player. Let the kids play, Yorkie. Hey, they keep I'm, I'm, they keep inviting me, so I got to keep coming. They got nothing else to do. How well, much money do, do you need? All about Halifax. <laughs> it's for the kids, Wally. It's for the kids. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love uh, Halifax. I started my career there. It's a great city. Yeah, great spot. All right, boys. Uh, talk to you soon. Thanks again to Doodle and Daryl. We'll see you, everybody. Great job, Daryl. The weekend. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode.